Happy New Year. It is 2024, and this is the voice of Camp Nathaniel. It's 2024? It is. Are you kidding me? Well, we're, re- we're recording this early, so it's not 2024 yet. But I love this world that we live in. It's, it's The world of podcasting is such a crazy thing, isn't it? So this is Lee Sharp, and with me, I have a word for Steven today. Oh, no, 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 no. New is, new is not cool. <laughs> new, is, new is too much too soon. There's lots of new in the new year now. There is. We have the Meister, Never Miser, Ebenezer, <laughs> Stephen Bell. The, the Meister, Never Miser, Ebenezer. Stephen you know what? Bell. I like that. I like, like that it? a lot. Ebenezer is like one of my favorite words, and we're actually gonna. That actually that, plays into that, a little bit that, here, but later, that wraps later on. up our whole episode. Basically, it does. I'm excited about that. I am. Uh, we'll get to that more here in just a second. But yeah, you're listening to the voice of Camp Nathaniel, the first episode of 2024. Do you realize? I thought about this this morning. Okay, that we are very close to the one year anniversary to where we started this format of this podcast. We we haven't discussed this yet. We need we, a, we need an ever, we need an anniversary. Episode. We need a happy birthday episode or something like that. Yeah, we're we're gonna do that later on. All right. Hey, listen, we are excited because it is a new year. We're talking about a lot of new stuff here at Camp Nathaniel, and and we're reminiscing on some old stuff, but in a new way. And one of the ways in which things are new have been new for the past half of the year mm-hmm. is that. We actually have a, if you want to call him new, we'll, we'll call him new, a, a new mission director. And we have him here with us today. We have new in quotes there. New in quotes. Our because... audience can't see you doing the quotes there, but it's, it's <laughs> new in quote, new mission director. New in quotes. He's been here for, for a while. He knows this place inside and out, and there's no person better to fill that role than him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Jeff McIntyre. Guys, it's good to be here today, and I'm glad for the invite. Excited to uh, talk about... Uh, the ministry, what's been going on, and uh, what we're looking forward to in the future. How do you like that as an intro? Was that good? I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, yeah, Jeff, for for all of our listeners, we got a lot of people that listen to the Voice of Camp Nathaniel. um, Very, very, uh, camp is obviously very dear to their heart, and they want to know constantly things that are going on here. We're going to spend some time this uh, today on the Voice of Camp Nathaniel talking about um, just kind of what the past year has looked like here at camp, um, and it, I think it. I think we should start with uh, kind of Jeff giving us the uh, uh, man. What what's it been like for you, kind of stepping into the role as mission director? I mean, and that, and that can really fill a whole episode. I know that. But. Well, like like anything, uh, like you said, the the good thing was is it, this is a ministry that I'm obviously uh, passionate about. Uh, me and my wife have been here for going on 34 years now. So it, it wasn't anything new. Um, in God's providential wisdom, he's allowed me to serve in several different roles in the mission. And so I have a good understanding of how things work together and mm-hmm. uh, how things uh, blend together in the ministry. Uh, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't a little bit of uh, hesitation realizing that the the scope and and the massive responsibility that comes with being mission director is is more than than what what uh, I knew I could handle on my own. And so, um, in in prayer and talking with Beth, uh, obviously our outside board, um, uh, talking with us about what that was going to look like, um, we decided that uh, that was that was the next step that God had for us in our life and in our ministry. And I can just say. 
if I were to give a quick state of the union, the, the state of Camp Nathaniel right now is strong. We are, we are so excited about what God is doing and, and excited to talk about it today. <laughs> I had to. It was it was playing through my head as soon as he said State of the Union. Uh, well, man, hey, listen, I, I will go ahead and on record to say that I don't think there's anybody better to be in that role that you are right now. And I'm not saying that just because technically you're my boss. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Right, no and a lot of our campers know Jeff. I mean, oh my you've, goodness, you've, you've been involved at camp ministry, all the different things for years now. So. It's if not unfamiliar. If, if you are familiar with camp, you are familiar. And with, if, you, if you're a camper, you probably don't even know him as Jeff, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Mr. Mack is our uh, is our new uh, uh, camp director. So, or not camp director, but a mission director, rather. Hey, let's uh, let, let's kind of keep this going here because yeah. we've got a we got a whole list of things we've that we want to talk list, about. Today. And we ran through in coming up with this list here. Um, we probably won't be able to hit everything in a whole lot of detail because there's just so many things that have happened this past year. And we're trying to cram all of this into yeah. one episode. And we're not so. doing this based on like what's most important or different nope. things. Like this is mostly chronological and um, some of this and how stuff- they happened this year, but just looking back at what God has done. That's right. And some of this stuff, I mean, honestly, we were talking about before we came on the air, you and I may know more about some of this stuff than, than even uh, Jeff will. So this is kind of a, just kind of a round table discussion about what God has done here in the past year. So let's, um, Jeff can, can really, uh, kind of give a lot of information here, but let's talk about um, everything that has happened in regards to flood recovery, because that has made this past year at camp um, very, uncommon sure <laughs> to yeah, say the we, least. yeah we've been we've been dealing with uh really the ramifications of the flood of 2022 mm-hmm. uh and and really uh we're not quite finished with it yet there are a few things that we're trying to uh, uh reclaim a couple things that we're trying to get fixed back um we really did spend most of our focus early on uh, in our community Mm-hmm. Uh, many people know that we housed uh, at some time at some point in times over 30 people mm-hmm. uh, here on the grounds. Uh, we literally just got our last family out a month ago. Wow. So we're yeah. talking almost a year and a half. And when we say out, we mean like back in a home. Back yeah. in a home. No, right, no, right. no one's getting kicked out of no, camp. Yeah. We made sure you were going exactly. back somewhere safe no. and warm and good. That's right. Exactly. So, and, and, and we were committed to uh, making sure that those people had a place to go to. Uh, and so... Uh, yeah, so we are dealing with uh, the, the ramifications of that flood still yet now. Um, uh, we are thankful for the people who gave to uh, the flood relief uh, fund. Uh, that fund is is closing out. Uh, however, that doesn't mean that we still don't have needs. I just want to throw that out there to you. <laughs> but uh, God is faithful. He's using his people to uh, meet those needs. And uh, we're just trying to be as faithful and as good stewards as we possibly can in getting those things built back. Uh, two big things on that, and I'll, I'll leave it with that, is we're looking at getting our bridge built back. Swinging uh, bridge. The swinging bridge. Yeah. Everybody knows uh, the, the, the swinging bridge is one of the, one of the nostalgic the I, icons. The icon, right, man. Of Camp it's Nathaniel. like Mr. T's mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> and it took, a, it took a pretty good hit, mm-hmm. and uh, I've had an engineer uh, come out and look at it, and we're getting estimates on that, and so... Uh, uh, that's one of the first things that we want to try to get done uh, for sure by summertime is have that bridge built back ready to go and usable again so that kids can appreciate that. And, and so that is, a, uh, that is one of the things that we're working on as, as far as the flood recovery. The, the other thing is, as most people know, we lost uh, several buildings. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, two of those buildings were iconic. Uh, two of the brown cabins, um, both Birch mm-hmm. and Sycamore, were lost, swept away. And uh, so we need to replace that housing. And uh, we decided to do that with a, a two-apartment build on top of the old cistern, which was some of you old campers might re- remember the craft uh, barn uh, way up on the hill. Mm-hmm. Well, that craft barn has been uh, redesigned and is now going to serve as a two to uh, apartment uh, place for housing that'll take the place of the two cabins we lost. Uh, some people may say, well, isn't that kind of far away? It is kind of far away, but I will say this. It probably has one of the best views. Oh, man. It does. Of any place on campus. It's, so, it's probably one of the highest buildings on campus. Right. And they've got, y'all built the porch it's off got, the back. It's got the so, deck on it. So yeah. you walk out onto that deck and you can just like look over camp. It's, so it's not yeah, quite, nice. it's not quite finished yet. We've got a little uh, septic, a little, a uh, uh, little bit of painting, a little bit of furnishing to do. Again, that's a, that's a need. Uh, those things need to be bought and paid for. And so as God uses his people to bring in those funds, we will uh, be faithful in getting that ready. And, of course, we want to have that ready by summer, too. So those are the two nice. kind of overlaying yeah. projects of the flood. Hey, I'll chime in here because we got a, like we said, a lot of us to, other stuff to talk about. One of the one of the areas of, um, and I consider this family ministry, not just um, youth ministry or children's ministry, but we have been uh, really privileged over the past couple of seasons to host a kickstart soccer program here at Camp Nathaniel. And uh, this was a ministry that was started out of uh, Hyman First Baptist Church and then um, kind of br- brought that ministry here to camp in partnership. And and now kind of we here at camp have kind of taken the, the, the reins of that. And But what's really, really cool is we have had uh, in in the month of April and half of May, we have hundreds, and I, and I literally mean hundreds, of families come into campus every Saturday to watch their kids play soccer, and it, it creates just a great opportunity for a lot of families, uh, even this past year, have ne- had never even been to camp before. Had 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 heard of Camp Nathaniel, but had never set foot on campus. And the mm-hmm. amount of people that we get to talk to each year that that's their first exposure to camp through something like soccer. It, I mean, it's just just a, an incredible tool that, as a result of that, a lot of kids came to day camp for the first time ever. So so mm-hmm. th- this has already been uh, kind of an invaluable resource for our summer camp and, and overnights and other kind of ministries there. And then what's really awesome about it is that each week during their practice times, you know, the kids get to hear the gospel and they, they get, they get to hear, um, uh, they, they have their devotion time, their Bible lessons. We, we can even incorporate, uh, some of the coaches have incorporated opportunities to get lessons into the hands of kids sure. in order for them to earn a free week of camp. So uh, the possibilities are endless, and we're seeing a lot of fruit from that. Yeah, the Ministry of Kickstart was just a, I mean, it was a no-brainer, really, to have camp partner with that. Uh, we've got the facilities. Um, mm-hmm. We're able to, um, <clears throat> uh, with the with the with the fields that we can offer, with the, mm-hmm. oper- you know, it, it just made, it, it, it was, like I said, it was really a no-brainer. And so, no, camp is just, we're, we're grateful for the privilege to be able to open up the grounds and have the community come in, have their kids experience camp. You know, sometimes the reason why kids don't go to camp, go to camp in the first place is it's the whole fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Just getting them on campus. Oh, yeah. Getting them acclimated to seeing the fields and the, and the cabins. And if they've been, if they've been going to camp every Saturday for 
three or four years playing soccer, when it mm-hmm. comes time for them to go to camp, it's not a big step to say, oh, yeah, that's something I'd love to do. So right. oh, yeah. it, it makes sense. And, uh, no, we're, we're – <laughs> We are honored. We are. I mean, it's what we do. We we yeah. are. We are a community outreach. We're more than just a summer camp. So I think Kickstart's a perfect fit for us. Let's talk about our women's ministry for a minute. We actually this past year had our first, and, and this is in the history of camp, the first overnight women's event. Is that true? That was true. Uh, we did our first overnight uh, women's retreat uh, here, and uh, it was a huge success. Uh, the ladies of our mission did a great job of planning it, uh, enjoyed a great meal, had great speakers. The women came away encouraged. Um, I was encouraged to see that many, uh, women come out. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that ministry is actually now, uh, because of the success of that, that weekend retreat, which we will do again, uh, next year, um, that has branched out into, uh, trying to start. Uh, other women's groups in different counties that we operate in. Mm-hmm. And so that was followed up with a, um, uh, well, we've had two of those already. We had one okay. in Harlan County mm-hmm. and uh, where we, we did a special women's uh, day uh, hosted by a church in Harlan County where a lot of those women's that, a lot of the women that came to that retreat invited their friends to the event in Harlan County uh, to start, a group of, of women that would meet hopefully, ideally on a regular basis there in Harlan County. And then we followed that up with another event in Letcher County where we had a, a women's conference on a Saturday at one of the local mm-hmm. churches in Letcher County to again, do the same thing, mm-hmm. get a group of women who will unite together and know that there's uh, uh, women of like mind, like faith uh, who can encourage each other in mm-hmm. their walk with the Lord. And if you're a pastor listening to this and you think that sounds like, I want that for my church. Contact us by all means. We we will help you get set up, um, getting conference things together, getting information, getting resources, all that sort of good. We want to help you get some of those groups started and get going with that. Right, and the next one actually is in. Uh, we did Harlan County. There's one with uh, Letcher County, and then this year is going to be the emphasis is going to be Leslie County. Leslie County. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna we're we're working on uh, establishing those things in, in different counties, and this year it'll be Leslie County. Mm-hmm. A, uh, here's a really cool story from this past year. Last April, well, every year in April, we host our married couples retreat. Yep. And, um, and I'm going to throw a shout out here, not just because I'm on the committee, but because uh, these, these people, they, they really do a great job at this. And, and they're a lot of times unseen. And that's our marketing committee. And our marketing committee has really stepped things up here in the past uh, year and a half to um, really try to get the word out online because, you know, you were the, the, the world is moving uh, so quickly in that direction. And so we're, we're, we're trying to get caught up and we're doing a great job at that, I believe. But we actually, in regards to our married couples retreat last year, we had uh, a lot of brand new people here who had never been here before, but mm-hmm. we had one one particular couple, and we're not going to give their name away or anything like that. But, but Jeff, you remember who I'm talking about. I who, do who just like two nights before the conference, two nights before the conference, mm-hmm. um, and they gave testimony of this. They, they had been having some marital problems, and they just were, they were looking, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but they were looking for, uh, they got online, basically, and did a, like a Google, Google search. search. Did, yeah, did a Google search. For 
for married retreats that were only at this specific, these two specific dates. All right, the 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 last Friday and Saturday of April. If you're curious about God's providence and oh man, oh man, and they and because of uh, you know the way that we had laid out the marketing and the SEO, and for those of you who understand what that means, that if not, no big deal. But um, how important that was that this one couple found that on a Google search and they came and attended. They immediately registered and they came and attended for the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, and they just didn't they just didn't come from a little ways away either. That was what was that was a, what was impressive to me is uh, they had they had quite a road trip uh, from to, uh, Georgia. Yeah, almost wow. all the way from Atlanta. So they had come all the way from Atlanta to be part of the retreat and and you know not to uh, I, I want you to know that one of the things that impressed them the most was not the fact that we were just having a retreat, but when they realized that they could have a, a weekend retreat for literally, uh, uh, we do charge for the retreat. Mm-hmm. That charge, I think, is it's hundred bucks, hundred dollars. And yeah. when they saw what a, a weekend, whole weekend couples retreat for a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. they had investigated these things because of their the, their marriage, uh-huh. uh, and uh, they were looking at they were looking at retreats that were in the. Five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars range, and they were like, "What? What is? How can this be?" And so curiosity, I think, got to them a little yeah. bit. <laughs> uh, but they came and uh, had a great time. Uh, they they expressed the fact that the that the weekend uh, definitely ministered to them. Uh, they realized that there were things that they needed to work on. Now, let me just say this: the marriage couples retreat can help mm-hmm. strengthen your marriage. Your marriage does not have to be on the ropes in order for you to come Absolutely to the couples not. retreat. We, <laughs> no. we we want to encourage you in marriage. That's what we really That's want right. to do. And mm-hmm. and uh, of course, if 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 you think that uh, this is going to be something that can strengthen your marriage, we want you to be there. But this is not this is not a retreat or a conference that is geared towards only marriages that are. That's right. So I don't want I don't want people to get all all. We want everybody and anybody who's married. To be at that retreat. That's we, right, and and in and in the case of what we just had this past year, you had you had instances where you had couples coming who've been married for decades, mm-hmm. strong marriages, and in that in the course of that weekend, they find themselves getting to minister to fam- families who are going through different situations. Yeah, it was it it, it definitely was a, a great uh, a dynamic. Yeah, it really was in that weekend. So uh, so we want we want to make sure that everybody is aware that that retreat exists. Um, we did have some spots left that we could have filled, and now with our new housing being built, uh, hopefully we'll have those things ready to go, and we'll be able to take more. Good deal. Yeah, and then following up after the married couples retreat, we had a, a newer ministry get started. I'm trying to think if we did anything before this past year, but we had we had men's ministry. Along, we we've already talked about women's ministry. Now we had some men's ministry, and that was some brand new stuff this brand year. Brand new. I mean, a lot of new stuff happened in so, regards to men's ministry on campus this past year with great success. To be perfectly a, honest, had a couple of big events there. One of them where we just invited just men in the area, pastors, all the different people to come in and spend a day to. Th- Throw axes, friendly <laughs> and, competitions, and, man. And, and, do men things, and, and, and cornhole, and and the competitions got pretty. Listen, throwing axes is hard. I think we all discovered <laughs> that none of us can throw axes. None of us. That's can. how. 
And we ate lots of meat. Oh, we did indeed. So, uh, it, it was fantastic. I and apologize to our vegan fans out there, but we, <laughs> we, we had lots of meat. It is what day. it is, man. And, and listen, we've got the, you can check out all of these events we're talking about. And this is probably a good time to go ahead and do this. All of these events that we're talking about, uh, you know, just specifically, we're talking about the men's ministry. We we did a father-son hike in, in September. We had... We had 30 uh, fathers and their sons show up, and we hiked through the trails here on campus at Camp Nathaniel. Had an absolutely awesome time with those guys and Beautiful those kids. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Absolutely amazing. You know, all of these events that we're talking about, and this is a really good time to throw this in there. You can find out about all of these events at campnathaniel.org. That's our website. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, uh Facebook, I can't remember the tag now. I should have made a note of that, but I'm doing all this off my head. Just search Camp Nathaniel on Facebook and make sure that if you're not following Camp on Facebook that you're doing so. You can subscribe to this podcast so you know every single time we release a new episode so that you can be uh, you can be informed on everything that's going on at Camp mm-hmm. and especially because every time we do a podcast, we talk about what's coming up. We talk about the next event coming up and how you can register and how you can get plugged in. Get so uh, it, it's vital to, to yeah. your involvement in camp and so that you can be able to invite other people. Hey, you know, uh, you know, a dad and a son who come, who wants to come to the father and son who would benefit from that. You know, it's coming up, you know, a couple that wants to benefit from married couples retreat. It's coming up women's ministry, all of these things. We all talk, we talk about them all right here on the podcast. And, and one of the things that we're trying to, I guess what we're trying to dispel a lot is the, the idea that people have always thought that Camp Nathaniel is for kids in the summer. Period. Not quite. And th- and hopefully, if anything that you get out of this podcast is you realize that Camp Nathaniel has a desire to reach out to all different age groups, mm-hmm. uh, to all different types of people in our community. We want to minister to all. And so uh, a lot of these activities that you hear about, you might have been like, what? You do what? And and. We need to do, we're doing, we're trying to do a, a lot better job. Uh, hopefully the podcast will help with that. But we want, we just want people to know that there is uh, a lot of, that we, that we put out there to encourage not just people, but more so uh, the local church. We want the local church to take advantage and use, use what we do as a way to encourage their people. And so, yeah. so uh, find out, uh, figure it out and get over here and take advantage of what we can offer because we love we love to see uh, people here. Um, and engaged. there's stuff going on constantly. There I is. mean, I mean, we have a full calendar, and you can you can check all that out and get your uh, get your churches involved. Come get involved as individuals. Um, man, there's so much that camp offers that a lot of people are just finding out about and, and getting plugged into. So um, we got some more stuff to talk yeah, about the, here. We're the, not we're not done. We're not the, done. The big one. The big one? We have a big one here. Yeah, we do. Summer camp. Summer camp was awesome. It was awesome, man. It was it was good to be. I mean, full. We're talking full swing, man. Right um, off the flood. It was. Uh, it was the. We we got everything you know back in order to be able to put on a great summer uh, of camp. Um, as always, uh, there's a different dynamic when you've got uh, you know 70, 80. Uh, kids running around the the campground in summer, and it's one of my favorite times of year, of course. Uh, and uh, you know, we we got to see God work again. I mm-hmm. mean, camp is it's 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 an opportunity. There's a lot of things that camp offers kids. For some kids, it's an escape. I'll just be honest yeah, with you. For a right. lot of kids in our area, it's an escape. 
But we want to make sure that that scape is is lined well with the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have an opportunity to hear the gospel, and uh, that is first and foremost, and always will be with this ministry. But we also have an opportunity to encourage kids in their faith. We get to, um, you know, coming off from the flood, there's still a lot of kids who are dealing with, um, you know, issues and and questions and wondering why and and so. Uh, you know, God's put us in a spot to be able to minister to those kids and be able to uh, encourage them, and and not only uh, you know in in learning the the, the the scripture. Obviously, Scripture Memory Mountain Mission is our name of our mission, and uh, we're keeping that first and foremost in our camp. Kids get a chance to memorize verses. They get a chance to be encouraged in their walk with the Lord. Um, they get a chance to just get away from their electronics for a week, which I know makes people sometimes shake and shudder when they think about it. But uh, usually kids... <laughs> I can survive without yeah. this? Yeah, after about day one and a half or two, kids are actually like, you know what? I can I can make it. <laughs> this, this is not a bad thing. And, uh, you know, there's something to, there is something to be said to be just uh, still before the Lord and, mm-hmm. and l- allow him to, to speak and, and to hear him. And I think camp offers that in a great way. And that's just, of course, I emphasize a lot of the spiritual things. That's wrapped up in activities. That's Absolutely, wrapped up yeah. in fun. It's it's a combination of faith and fun, and we we love it. We and and we're we're excited about it, and we're thankful for those that back camp uh, because, as always, the majority of campers that we get are doing their lessons and coming for free, mm-hmm. and so that is that is something that gets backed by our donors, and we're thankful for that, and we want to keep continuing that, uh, and so we want to take time right now and just thank those people who specifically give. Uh, to the general fund for camp because it's it is one of our as Lee said it's one of the big ones it's one of our big three ministries that I call it. Listen, uh, you know I I'm coming from 20 years of youth ministry experience mm-hmm. and knowing how much it costs to for for a, for a youth pastor to take his kids to camp, um, you know, over the summer and. Listen, what camp offers is unheard of anywhere else in the world, I believe. And and the quality of programming and um, and what we do here in regards to um, the preaching, the activities, the food, everything that, you, that encompasses that, you are not going to find this anywhere else in regards to ministry. And and man, I'm thankful to be part of it. And God, God has blessed it richly so, uh, in almost uh, a century. <laughs> so so I got to throw the plug to our listeners here. Yep. So if that sounds like something that uh, summer feels like it's forever away right now because we're right here at the beginning of the year. Uh, people are um, already doing lessons. But if you've, if you've got kids, if you've got grandkids, and mm-hmm. you maybe you came to camp and you want them to experience that same thing and you want them to work on those lessons to get that free week of camp, contact us. Let us know. Get it. Get it. Call the office here. Or, and send us an email, do something there because Absolutely. we can. We are more than happy to help right. get them set up. Yeah, we that. want to make sure that they know that just because we might not be, I have a worker that's uh, in contact with them. They may, maybe their kids don't go to a, a county that uh, has a Camp Nathaniel worker in it. We do have um, mail-in options. Mm-hmm. We have a lady that's in charge of that. Yep. Uh, and so uh, we can um, we can definitely uh, take care of you. Uh, if that's an interest of yours and you would like your child to do the lessons, um, there's a couple couple standards, couple benchmarks that they'll need to to meet while doing those lessons. But if you feel that's they're capable of doing that, then we invite you to for sure get involved and get them involved in doing those lessons. And by the way, you can actually go to campnathaniel.org and you can request lessons right there. 
It's all online as well. So even if you, even if you, like Lee said, like they said, you can you can email, you can call us, or you can go straight online, request lessons, and somebody be in touch with you. Uh, guys, we got a few more minutes here. We got a few more things to touch on. One of the big ones this past year that that was back in full force since not just since the flood, but really since COVID, you know, mm-hmm. and and all that and and everything that happened there was uh, we were back full force to our outdoor ed program, which ended just a little over a month ago. That's the second of the big three. I call the big three. Ministries, mm-hmm. obviously summer camp, but outdoor ed is one of those as well. Huge output, huge outreach. Um, the opportunity for us to open up the grounds for schools to be able to take a field trip here mm-hmm. to learn about a specific themed event, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, biblically centered, right, which is which is key. It's what we do, um, and to see the um, participation from the schools and how happy they are, especially schools in this area. What a lot of people don't realize is that. Um, Field trips are expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, schools schools have to budget and oftentimes have to raise their own money in order mm-hmm. to go on field trips. Uh, and schools in our area, well, let's just face it. We live in a rural area. So yep. a, a field trip usually means a two-hour bus ride somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's gas. That's expense. Well, mm-hmm. for us to be able to offer a field trip of, of the quality uh, that we are able to do here at Camp Nathaniel has just been a huge, and not only encouragement to the schools, but the fact that uh, most of what we do is core content related to what mm-hmm. they're teaching in the schools. Obviously, like I said, we come from a biblical perspective, but we're we're giving good information in those workshops mm-hmm. of our of our uh, outdoor ed program, and so teachers have been uh, very very favorable. They've complimented it. It's run very well. Of course, Rick and Kathy are are. <laughs> I, I couldn't. Uh, they they have done such a great job with our outdoor education program. The volunteers that we get to help do that program, which I have to mention that if you are a, I'm 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 kind of classifying here, but it doesn't have to be this way. If you're a retired person, if you're a teacher, hey, we want you to be involved. Co- contact us about volunteering and being involved in that program. It's one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. We had a who did we have a few episodes ago? Was it? Uh, Judy and Mike. Judy Boomsburg. and Mike. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to go back a few episodes and hear what it's like from a volunteer perspective, mm-hmm. then you can hear it straight from the volunteers. Absolutely. Um, who've done that this past year. I know that with outdoor ed, we had our, it was our trees are terrific program. Uh-huh. And so kids learned everything about trees, how they worked on the inside, how big they can grow and uses of wood, the, the uses right. of wood, <laughs> trees, leaves. They learned, they took a hike around camp and learned how to identify different trees that grow in our mm-hmm. area here, which is a huge thing because just being able to get kids to, like we talked about getting away from electronics, right. being able to get them yep. outside and being able to identify the trees and look at the leaves and the bark and how it grows. And it's just, it was, a we had a working sawmill <laughs> running <laughs> yeah, over man. there, showing them how trees are cut down and turned into logs so that we can build houses and bridges and everything else. Yeah, man, it's it's been absolutely fantastic. Hey, um, here let's let's talk about a few more things here before we get ready to wrap this up. Um, we want to talk about um, let's talk about fall overnights for a second because those were those were back because we had been back. we had mm-hmm. been doing Saturday events, but we were able to get back to some fall overnights. And then I want to hit on something that that uh, 
that I want to make sure we make mention of too, and that's the Trails to Truth program and the new stuff that's going on there. And and there and there's there's just so much stuff that we could continue to talk about, and then we'll kind of round this up talking about some brand new volunteers who we've had sure. uh, here in the past year. So let's real, real quick, let's hit on uh, some fall overnights real quick. Well, obviously, it's an, another outreach that campus traditionally tried to do, and really, we we we, we tried to, we've used this for a couple different reasons. One. We just think it's good for kids to get out of the house yep. every once in a while. And mm-hmm. so we offer them a weekend where they can come and, and hang out at camp, uh, play games. Obviously, again, they're going to hear the gospel. We, we have speakers. You know, one of the things about our weekend overnights, and it's kind of a lost art, is some people don't think about it, is being able to sing. <laughs> kids, <laughs> a lot of people think, oh, no, nobody, kids don't sing. Yes, they do. If you mm-hmm. give them an opportunity and you allow them to to hear music and 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 sing songs. Kids love to sing. And I, that's one of my favorite parts about the weekend, really, is to hear kids singing. And, but it, the point we're trying to make is we, we want to introduce them to camp. Maybe them maybe they've never been here before. It's a one-night kind of, I always looked at it as kind of a test drive, a one-night test drive. See if you like the atmosphere. See if you like what's going on. See if you like the food. See if you mm-hmm. can hang out mm-hmm. in the cabin. And if you can make it at night and you have a great time for that weekend, I just tell the kids, summer camp is just uh, a weekend on steroids. It's, <laughs> yes. it's, yeah. it's you're, well, if you enjoyed that, that was just l- literally 24 hours here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can give you five days of that with a lot more. Uh, obviously, the overnight weekends, the pool shut down. We don't get to ride the horses. We don't get to do a lot of those activities that we do in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I just say, listen, if you had fun that weekend, it's an opportunity for you to say, you know what, I need to, I need to get on my lessons. I need to, I need to invest in this because I, w- I will have an opportunity to really have a great week. And so we, we use that to, to promote camp a little bit, but really it's it's an opportunity for kids to get out of the house, uh, fellowship with some of their friends. We always say, hey, if you come with a friend, we'll get you in a cabin with them and you'll be able to have a, a great experience on, yeah. on a weekend mm-hmm. overnight. But it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for us to be able to, again, have that contact with those kids, with those families, let them know that we want to encourage them and give them an opportunity to let their hair down for a weekend, come over to camp, ride on a hay wagon, uh, roast a marshmallow, uh, all that kind of campy stuff. So yeah, great, great ministry, great outreach. And we do see, we do see a lot of kids come to a saving knowledge of Jesus during those weekends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one of the new, more newer programs that have come up through camp over the past couple of years has been the trails to truth program, the the biblical horsemanship. When you come into campus and I've told people, when you drive into the front entrance of campus, Mm -hmm. you drive directly past our horse pasture there. Yep. And I like to tell people that those horses aren't just there to look pretty. You're not (laughs) just supposed to pull into camp and go, Oh, look at that lovely horse pasture over there. No, they are there to be ridden and (laughs) taken care of. And we've got a program that helps kids learn how to do just that. That's right. And, and it's not a new program as in 2023, but the the new part of it is that we they have actually just finished up a brand new riding arena over there that is, I mean, this thing is huge. Yes. And so that has enabled um, James and Hannah and Harley and those who are over that program to take that program really to the next level in in training kids. And, and, and man, listen, they put the hours in. My daughter is part of it. And for the past, this is her third year being involved in it. And and they're there every Tuesday and Thursday. And this is something that you, uh, you can't just 
sign you you can't just show up on a Tuesday or Thursday and be yeah. involved. You got to register for it near the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And again, you find about all about that through the podcast, through right. the website, all that stuff. But uh, but man, God has really been faithful in growing that ministry, and we're seeing a lot of. Uh, uh, a, a lot of potential uh, help come up, maybe even during summer staff sure. and stuff like that, yeah, that it, results it, from that. Sure. The, the, the idea there of Trails to Truth is to be able to uh, teach equine uh, skills to kids who are interested. But the, the, the thing that really puts the frosty on the cake of that program is how James and Hannah have uh, paralleled that with discipleship mm-hmm. and uh, brought in a Bible uh, study program that that lines itself up with all of the principles that they're teaching as far as horsemanship yep. and how that can relate to the Christian life. And it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. It's pretty it really amazing is. to see it when, when you understand it. And so uh, you're, you're right. They have done a fantastic job and leadership of that. That program is growing. Um, that program, as it sits right now, we have been offering that program for free. Uh, mm-hmm. That means that your your child can not only learn horsemanship, learn how to ride, learn how to um, take care of take a horse. care of those horses, but they also get some great biblical training right mm-hmm. alongside of that. And uh, I see that I, I see that program blowing up. Absolutely, uh, I think they've got about. T- 12, 11 or 12 kids enrolled mm-hmm. right now. Mm. That's almost double what they had uh, the first time. When they started, that's right. And I, th- I can see that program probably doubling it again. I think, mm-hmm. I think as word gets out and kids realize, wait a minute, you mean I can go and ride a horse and learn this stuff? And yes, you can. Yeah. And so uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for James and Hannah, uh, Harley, all those that work in that program. And finally, just to hit one last big thing that God has been doing at camp this year, we've had a lot of new people, a lot of new volunteers jump in. Um, As Stephen was saying just a few seconds ago when we were figuring out what we were going to talk about today, um, a lot of new volunteers came in because of flood recovery. Right. Uh, You know, sometimes sometimes In the middle of tragedy, yeah. yeah. Sometimes tragedy uh, grows uh, very... uh, encouraging things, relationships. Uh, you mm-hmm. meet people that you never otherwise would have met. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cross paths with people you never otherwise would have crossed. That's and, right. And we, that has happened on several fronts. I mean, I, I'm, I, I could, we could do a whole nother podcast on yes. this, <laughs> but, uh, just, just a couple that I'd like to mention one, um, one of the couples that came, uh, from a disaster relief group all the way from, uh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's an electrician, retired and he came to help. And, uh, since that time that he was here back in the, in the fall, or, or I think it was, uh, it would have been in December a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he so has within been, a year, yeah, he's been back on campus at least a half dozen other times that, uh, has done literally, I mean, I'm just going to literally thousands of dollars of work, uh, electrically for us that we uh, mm-hmm. we've wired in a new three phase generator mm-hmm. down at the dining room. Yeah. Uh, he has wired all of the new construction that we've done as far as rebuild. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he's put a new lights for our, for our basketball court. Uh, he's wired in. <laughs> he's, I mean, it's, it's, and it's prep for future ministry. This right. isn't just like, Oh, we, right. we, we wanted to put some lights up to well, look and, nice. And the cool thing is it's just not him, him, him and his wife have, have, 
Camp Nathaniel has carved a spot out in their hearts. Oh, yeah. And they have been very open about how special this place has become to them. It's not Mm. so much of what they're doing for us. It's almost they need a Camp Nathaniel fix now. They do. They need to to get back here. And and they love this place. And God has put a place, uh, like I said, has carved a place out in their heart for this place. And so that's just one example. There are many, many Mm -hmm. different people who've, who've... been introduced to Camp Nathaniel because of the tragedy of the flood. And we're hoping that those partnerships and those relationships continue to grow. And uh, they've been special, special people. And uh, we're excited about it. And, um, you know, you just never know how God's going to network relationships with other people and what what he's going to use. And so we're excited about that. We're thankful for that. And we're thankful for those volunteers and those people who are who are contributing to our ministry and partnering with us. Well, guys, listen, we're going to bring this one to a close. Uh, Je- this isn't the last we're going to have with Jeff. We're actually going to continue the conversation with Jeff as we talk about some more stuff on the next episode mm-hmm. uh, on the 15th, so be sure to tune into that. But as we're, as we're taking this one out, being that it is the first episode of a brand new year, um, there, there's, a, there's a poem written by John Newton. Now, a lot mm-hmm. of people know the name John Newton because he wrote Amazing Grace, but he, he wrote more stuff than Amazing Grace, believe it or not. Um, he wrote a poem called Ebenezer, and, and I love the word Ebenezer. Not and, and I know what everybody thinks of. You Bringing think of it full circle here. We talked about Ebenezer at the beginning. Bringing it full circle, oh. that's right. You know, a lot of people think, well, what does an old grumpy guy at Christmas have to do with the new year? Well, it has nothing to do with Ebenezer Scrooge, first of all. The word Ebenezer we get biblically when Samuel set up the stone after they had the Ark of the Covenant had returned to Israel, and he set up the stone, he called it Ebenezer, saying, this far or thus far, the Lord has helped us. All right. So that, that's what the name means. It you're means. Look, since we're scripture memory mountain, absolutely. Michigan, if you're looking for the reference, it is in First Samuel chapter seven and verse 12. So there we go. And then, and then we sing, we sing a, a very familiar hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, where the second verse says, Here I raise mine Ebenezer, hither mm-hmm. by thy help I've come. So again, it's, it's reiterating the fact that right now in 2024, January 1st, 2024, 93, almost 94 years into this mission's history, God has helped us. And, and he will continue to do so. And so I, I'd like to end this episode out. I, I know we're probably a little bit over time, but hey, it's been a great discussion. It's been needed. Uh, but I want to end this out. You can Google search John Newton's Ebenezer poem, and, but, and there's like five stanzas to this. I'm only going to read the first and last stanza, okay? Right. And let everybody kind of Google search and go from there. But it says this, The Lord, our salvation and light, the guide of our strength and our days, has brought us together tonight a new Ebenezer to raise. The year we have now passed through, his goodness with blessings has crowned. Each morning his mercies were new, then let our thanksgivings abound. That's the first stanza, all right? Mm -hmm. Here's the last verse. To Jesus who sits on the throne, our best hallelujahs we bring. To thee it is owing alone that we are permitted to sing. Assist us, we pray, to lament the sins of the year that is past and grant that the next may be spent far more to thy praise than the last. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Very good, guys. Well, guys, listen, thanks for joining us. We're going to get out of here, and we will be back on the 15th to continue our conversation with the new mission director, 
Jeff McIntyre, Mr. Mac. Mr. Mac. So guys, happy new year. We hope you're having an awesome day and we'll be back with you on the 15th. All right. Have a great week, guys.